0: from the annex wealth management studios at the avenue in downtown milwaukee this
1: is wisconsin's morning news here's your host vince vetrano 12 minutes after 5 on this wednesday morning wisconsin's morning news eric when is it bad news that your car that's in the shop is
2: done never whenever they call no, and no, say no it's- that's
1: not accurate
2: there are times when it's bad? Absolutely. Well, when you have a better rental? When you love the loaner.
1: <laughs> Took mine in. I always take mine to... I, I got a buddy I play golf with, Stu. He's at the uh, Wild family of dealerships. Okay. He runs the, uh, runs the shop at Wild Subaru. And I don't have Subarus, but I take my cars to him anyway, because that's the guy mm-hmm. I know. I think I know Stu. You know Stu. We played with him yeah. in, that, in that outing. Great so golfer. They say in life you need a forgiving priest and an honest mechanic. Not about the former, but I definitely have the latter. <laughs> So anyway, hooks us up with this. My wife actually dropped her car. It's the minivan with like 150,000 oh, miles sure. on it. Yep, yep, and yep. it struts and shocks and, you know, <laughs> as far as I know. It's got to keep that thing going. That's right. why That's why I take it to Stu. As far as I it. know. <laughs> yes. Okay. So sets her up with this nice loaner. This car has several dozen miles on it. <laughs> and she gets home yesterday. I'm like, hey, I already talked to Stu. He's going to have it set tomorrow. So... I'll take the loaner and then I'll go pick it up tomorrow. And she's like,
2: hmm, done already, huh?
1: <laughs> so it take a yeah. little longer. <laughs> she's like, are you sure it's done? <laughs> like, I'm sure it's done. You yeah, can have it them back. check
2: it one more time if you want.
1: I told you, man, like my cars are old. I got a twelve I got a twenty twelve and a twenty fifteen. It's a genius way to do it though. No car payments. But, but again, you... there is that. But right. Anytime I get into one of these new cars, it's like I'm driving a spaceship. <laughs> Stuff's blinking at me. It's talking to me. I didn't it's even awesome. turn on the radio today. I just wanted to listen to it. Isn't it cool? <laughs> Listen to the silence. Right? What a ride. 513 on Wisconsin's Morning News. Brandon Snide is in the house. We've got uh, news on when the Bucks play on Sunday. That's just breaking overnight. We'll tell you about it next.
0: Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. After scoring no runs over the first 15
3: innings to start this series in Arizona, The Brewers' bats woke up in a big way in the seventh inning, all thanks to some timely hitting from their spark plug, Willie
0: Adamas. The 0-1. Hit high and deep to center. Back, Thomas. All the way back. Track. Turning around. Wall. See you later. Willie Adamas. Deep to the deepest part of this ballpark. The first hit of the night is a massive home run. Brewers have a 1-0 seventh inning lead.
3: Josh Meyer on the call right here on WTMJ. Adamus would blast there, would open up a scoreless game, and as you heard there, a no-hitter, and behind a strong start from Corbin Burns. The Brewers bounce back in Arizona for the 7-1 win on Tuesday night for their eighth win of the season. The crew used a five-run run Seventh inning to give all the run support Corbin Burns would need as he went eight strong innings while not giving up any runs on his way for his first win of the season. And he looked to be back to his normal self once again.
0: 1-2 pitch. Called third strike. He got him with a two-seam fastball right down the middle. Burns with his eighth strikeout. And he is absolutely rolling as we head to the seventh here at Chase Field. Jeff
3: Levering on the call right here on WTMJ. If you watched the game last night or maybe you're waking up looking at the score and you're like, Wow, that was probably a fun game to watch. The former Cy Young deal, eight scoreless innings. Well, you wouldn't be the only one.
0: First of all, you you pitch eight innings; that that sets your bullpen up. This is what great players do; they give your team a boost. That's why you can't wait for Corbin's start every time around, no matter what's going on. And you know, you don't you don't say you expect it, but it was fun to watch him tonight. It was fun; it was really fun to watch. It was like I said after the first inning, you just kind of had this feeling that uh, he's locked in and it's going to be a good one.
3: Manager Craig Council there, who. With managing the game last night set the Brewers' franchise record for most games managed in the franchise history at 1,181. So congrats there to the skipper. Milwaukee will now go for the series win with Jason Junk getting the start in place of the injured Brandon Woodruff, who was placed on the 15-day IL on Tuesday afternoon. First pitch is set for 240. Over to the NBA, where the one seed Milwaukee Bucks are still awaiting who their first re- First-round opponent will be. The NBA playing tournament did get underway on Tuesday as Atlanta easily defeated Miami 116-105, and the Lakers take to overtime for a wild finish to take down the Minnesota Timberwolves by a final of 108-102. Two more games are on the schedule tonight with Atlanta locking up the seventh seed after their win. The Bucks will either play one of Toronto, Miami, or Chicago in the opening round Sunday
1: afternoon with an official tip time of 4:30 p.m. over on TNT. Coming up, we'll dive more into the major healthcare announcement here in Southeast Wisconsin and whether it's really good for you. That story is next on Wisconsin's Morning News. We don't know this morning about the major healthcare announcement in the state of Wisconsin, among other things, what the new healthcare system will be called when Frederick Health merges with Theta Care in a deal expected to be finalized by late this year. Theta Freight. Well, so I did talk with a spokesperson I know at Fred Care. She tells me, "quote We will find a way so that both names continue." Uh-huh. Strong brand recognition. You know, if, sure. uh, folks know the Fox Valley and Northeastern Wisconsin Theta Care with a huge presence there, and of yep. course, Freighter here in the Southeast part of the state. Of greater importance, though, really, is the impact on the quality and cost of our care.
0: These are Wisconsin healthcare systems that have their roots deeply embedded in Milwaukee and in the Fox Valley. So this isn't a merger where somebody from somewhere else is acquiring one of our gems.
2: So that's
1: Dr. John Raymond, President and CEO of Medical College of Wisconsin, joining Wisconsin's afternoon news. Now, Dr. Raymond's point is this merger is different than some others that we have seen here in Southeast Wisconsin, where an out of state conglomerate comes in and then partners with existing health systems. Advocate Aurora, mm-hmm. Ascension, yep. which swallowed yep. up what St. Mary's, St. Joseph, St. Francis, the, the Wheaton Franciscan hospitals. Dr. Raymond believes what we're being told from both healthcare systems, that this merger will be good for patients.
0: Partnering with ThetaCare to deliver residents and medical students into that environment can only help.
1: So we will see. And uh, they're still working out the details. Again, the official launch expected late this year when everything is worked out. Mm-hmm. So that news broke late yesterday morning. I got to share this story. So... We knew this was coming. They were going to have a news conference, and there was a news release that was quote unquote embargoed, which means we're going to give you this information now. We ask you to hold it until 11 a.m. when we're ready to officially release it. And
2: this happens from time to yes. time. They'll say, hey, just be prepared for what's going to be announced at 11 a.m. Here's the background, here's the information. Please do not release it until 11 a.m. when we have our people available to well, talk
1: to. What it allows us to do in the newsroom then is write up a story that's yep. ready to launch, boom, yep. right at 11, mm-hmm. and then we're getting you the information. And prepare questions as and everything else. Yeah. So, Eric, you know hands me the news release, right? He's like, I, I need your help because you're in like 10,000 meetings yesterday. It's <laughs> a rough one. He's like, hey, can I, can I lean on you? Can you write, can you write this up here for top of the hour news? Right. And I was just working on other stuff. And mm-hmm. of course, I'm happy to help
2: Eric. <laughs> you, you are always, even <laughs> yes. if you don't want to, I you're do always
1: it. willing to do it. No, but, uh, so had to, right. Yeah. So I'm, I'm coming through this thing and I'm, I'm working on the story. My story's almost done. And as I'm writing it, I'm like, this seems really familiar to me. Like the, it didn't seem new. And then I'm wondering, like, what's the big deal here? It was something about Theta, Clark, uh, Theta Care partnering with Freighter, done some services. They were going to have some cooperations, yeah. but it wasn't the merger. It wasn't whatever. It was just yeah. all this stuff. And I'm like, I don't know. I got the thing almost written up, and then I'm looking for the launch date. I'm looking at the end. It says, launching in 2022. I'm like, that's old. So then I reach out to my contact at Freighter, and I'm like, hey, what gives? Was this a typo or whatever? And she's like, what are you even looking at? She goes, that's not today's announcement. And now I'm confused, and now I'm looking to you, and I'm looking. Eric gave me a press release from last fall. (laughs) And I didn't know until I had the whole thing written up. I've spent a half hour on this. I
2: was so embarrassed. (laughs) Now
1: now I have to go back and find the new one. Now I'm
2: scrambling to hit the 11 a.m. I don't even think we made it with that. I think we missed it it by a half hour. Where did you even have that? I so I keep old ones as well. I have them in a file, so I printed an old one on accident. They looked exactly the same. You helped
1: me out by printing (laughs) it out. Here you go. It's right here. All you have to do is Oh God, I felt
2: so bad about it. He even texted
1: me later, Brandon. He's like, hey, I'm really sorry about today. Okay. We're we're past it. We're past it. You're welcome, my friend. Tonight, what promises to be an emotional and striking gathering. There's a candlelight vigil for the two Northwest Wisconsin police officers who were killed in the line of duty over the weekend. Eric mentioned it in the news, but I know a lot of folks are are closely following this story and are emotionally connected to it. And so I want to get you this information this morning. Just released on memorial services as well for the pair. There will be a funeral for both Shitek police officer Emily Breidenbach and Cameron officer Hunter Scheel on Saturday. Officers Breidenbach and Scheel killed in what has been described as a shootout with a 50-year-old suspect whom Officer Breidenbach had pulled over, wanted on multiple warrants. Beyond that, still not much more information on the investigation into exactly how all of this went down. We do have former Milwaukee Police Lieutenant and our teammate at 1017 The Truth, Dr. Ken Harris, uh, coming in to talk with us about that at 6.50 this morning. The words routine traffic stop, if you know any. If you know any law enforcement officers, uh, they will tell you there's no such thing as a routine traffic stop. So we'll talk to Dr. Ken Harris at 6.50 this morning. But as for the funeral, they are holding that at the high school in Cameron. So we're talking about uh, northwest of Chippewa Falls, the Eau Claire area. Visitation will begin at 9 a.m. with formal service at 1 p.m. Saturday sure to see a large outpouring of support from law enforcement officers across the wisconsin area and perhaps even beyond our borders as these officers are honored you can count on complete coverage of that emotional event coming up through the weekend on wtmj 543 brandon snide has sports coming up next time for an update
0: from the gruber law office's one call that's all sports desk here's brandon snide
3: Believe it or not, the NFL offseason workouts begin next week in Green Bay, and the NFL Draft follows that up with just three weeks away. While the biggest question still has gone unanswered. What is the holdup in the potential Aaron Rodgers trade to New York?
0: There's not a lot of precedent for any of this happening. That's why, again, it it makes the most sense for this to get done before the draft, but the hangup right now, Rich, is just they're not quite on the same page with the draft compensation, and they've not yet had that pressure point where anybody necessarily feels the highest level of urgency to get the deal done.
3: Now. Right. That was the NFL Network's Tom Pelissaro on the Rich Eisen Show Tuesday morning with an update on the biggest storyline this offseason as, unfortunately, QB Watch marches on in Green Bay. Over to the Diamond, where the Milwaukee Brewers were looking to get back in the win column after losing on Monday. And with the score knotted at zero apiece and the Brewers with no hits yet in the hit column, Willie Adamas. Came up to the plate, and he helped change that up for the Brew crew.
0: The 0-1. Hit high and deep to center. Back Thomas. All the way back. Track. Turning around. Wall. See you later. William Thomas. Deep to the deepest part of this ballpark. The first hit of the night is a massive home run. Brewers have a 1-0 seventh inning lead.
3: Josh Maurer on the call right here on WTMJ as Milwaukee used a five-run seventh inning to break the game open, and they would go on to win 7-1 to over Arizona for their eighth victory of the season. Corbin Burns did get the start and got the win. He bounced back in a big way, going eight strong innings, striking out eight batters and allowing no runs on only 89 total pitches. After opening the season with some struggles, Burns looked like he was back to his normal self once again, and Craig Council knows. When he's on, the Brewers always have a
0: chance. I mean, I would say everything. Yeah, you're right, but everything was good. I mean, I thought he, I thought he used his curveball well early in the game, um, and, and that that made a difference too as well. So, just to just to steal some early strikes, um, especially against all the left-handed hitters. So, everything was working tonight. And, and when he has a night like that, you know, it, it's it's pretty good challenge for the other team.
3: Manager Craig Council there, who with managing the game last night, he set the franchise record for most games managed in Brewers history at 1,181. Milwaukee will now go on for the series win with Jason Junk getting the start in place of the injured Brandon Woodruff, who was placed on the 15-day IL Tuesday afternoon with some right shoulder inflammation. First pitch is set for 240. Our coverage begins right here on WTMJ starting at 205. And lastly, over to the NBA where the play-in tournament is officially underway and the Milwaukee Bucks, they're still waiting to find out who their first-round opponent will be. But what they do know, and what we know now, is they have an official tip time at least. The Bucks will take on either one of Toronto, Miami, or Chicago this Sunday at 4.30 at the Pfizer Forum.
1: What do you think of that tip time? You all right with that? I'm better I than like noon.
3: It. <laughs> it's better than, I don't like Sunday afternoon games. I don't. I don't. It's, it, it, it has a weird noon, feeling. just a little too it's sleepy, late. Right? Yeah, honestly he doesn't right? get
1: his nap in. Maybe a little cranky. So you think, know I hadn't even thought of that. These are guys that are yeah. used to playing in prime time at like, night, right? What's your creatures of habit? What's your what's your schedule? And I'd have to look at their day game uh record, but it just it always yeah. feels like ah, they just come out real flat. I like the four thirty then. You get your stuff done in the morning, like, all day. For right us it's great. It. Perfect. It's 30, we're good. Five forty eight coming up on Wisconsin's morning news.
2: Power to the people.
1: We talk about it all the time on this show, right? People are rightly skeptical about politics and our politicians and elected officials. And how often do we hear? They're not listening to us. Not listening to me. My voice doesn't matter. And for better or for worse, or whether it has that big of an impact, every once in a while they have to listen to you.
2: <laughs> it happened yesterday in to. Eau Claire. For the second <laughs> of four public hearings, the Joint Committee on Finance will conduct to hear input on
3: the 2023-2025 Wisconsin state budget Thank you to UW-Eau
2: Claire for yep, hosting here us we go. for this public hearing. Seven more hours, baby, of public testimony discussing the next two-year budget. Second in a series of four hearings
1: being held by the Joint Committee on Finance or Joint Finance mm-hmm. Committee, depending on however you want to say it. Regardless, it's a number of a dozen or so lawmakers. Actually, I think it's 16, right, lawmakers? There's a lot
2: of them up there. And they
1: sit there, and they have to take their budget show on the road and seek public yeah. comment. And everybody gets their two minutes at the mic.
2: Yes, so they go two minutes, they cut you off there. What I found Seven interesting hours. What I found interesting about yesterday is that there were some people who were at both <laughs> This guy was at last. Returned Reed customers. Last week we met in Waukesha, and I told you about the impact of revenue limits on elementary class sizes. This week I want to talk about the overall impact <laughs> what, what? of revenue this limits. The guy on came back.
1: I like that. Came I only
2: back. got two minutes. I wasn't done. Here's what I got for you all today. So there were a lot of folks talking about Eau Claire and UW Systems and whatnot. There's a lot of agencies that showed up. Your, your, your guy from the Special Olympics, he was there again uh, yesterday speaking. The, head of the, the chair, Chad, right? Yeah. Yeah, he was there uh, and and brought some of the uh, special athletes with him, too. Special Olympic athletes, so fantastic stuff there. Um, But there were also just some people, just someone who just wanted to say something. Here is a gentleman from Spooner. Papa. Spooner. Um, I I hear a lot about this
0: uh, surplus. How is it possible that we have a surplus if there's all this need out there? If you're flat funding some of the organizations that serve our communities, then uh, you're not doing your job. But who? <laughs>
2: it's kind of, like it's, it's Spooner. kind of an interesting point. Everyone's asking for money. Everyone's saying they have a crisis. And he's like, well, wait, if you have billions of dollars. You're all this business about the surplus, you clowns up there. <laughs> yeah left job spooner left with this remark
1: medicaid expansion is our money it's not republican money it's not democratic
0: money it's the constituents money so serve your constituents
2: and there Thank you go. You. That is two minutes in. So I, it's not just the agencies. It's just not just the lobbyists or the county executives or well, the mayors that go to these events. You
1: mentioned, and I, I kind of went off on it last week, you know who's going to go out there today? to And today they're in Wisconsin Dells. They're back to back. So seven hours yesterday, seven more hours of two minutes of crack today. You know who's driving out there to Wisconsin Dells? Our guy, Milwaukee County Executive David Crawley. we got a news release from his (laughs) office. He must have missed the Waukesha
2: one. (laughs) Yeah, the close one.
1: He couldn't get to that one. He's going to spend five hours in the car round trip, right? What is it? A good two, two and a half to Dells. Yeah, it's a good hike. For his two minutes. Come on, if you want a meeting with those guys, you can get a meeting. Right? They'll ta- I would hope. Leave the mic open for the people. One time these guys get to talk. Come to, on, Bob get, from Spooner. One time Bob from Spooner gets his shot there, you're gonna take somebody's two minutes today.
2: Speaking of Milwaukee at City Hall yesterday. Can you give us your testimony, please. <sighs> All right. Well, please don't rush me, okay? Great start.
1: <laughs> Separate issue, Milwaukee was debating uh, hotel development off of Brady Street, right? Yes,
2: and this is like an 11-story hotel, pretty high-end-looking thing. It'd be near Brady and Farwell, and a committee heard it yesterday. You heard Bob Bauman there. He's a committee chair, and it passed through. It's going to go to the full committee or full council next week. But this guy came, lives in the area, not happy about it. Give us your testimony, please. All right, well, please don't rush me, okay? I mean, I took time to get on the bus, make time to be here. I... Yeah, so it is. Good it's, for you, man. Great start. Hey, don't rush me. I got on a bus, I came down here, and uh, he made an interesting point. The gentleman to my left said there's a demand for hotel space in the area. That's complete news to me. If you drive down south, not north, there's a, a abundant hotel space all around the FISA and downtown. He <laughs> says there's plenty of places. You don't need this one. Uh, it was um, interesting commentary from the guy. Basically, he's one of the the residents who aren't happy with it. But in that case, the hotel did get passage. It now moves to the full council next week. You know, I think folks who
1: listen to the show know I'm generally pro-business, I'm pro-expansion, I'm pro-growth, all yeah. all of those things. So without regard for this particular project, you know, generally I think what we hear all the time is, if you want to have things like the RNC, the DNC, if you want to have the big conventions, you want to have host an NBA all-star game, we do need more hotel space. Sure. This particular project notwithstanding, I just appreciate, maybe I wouldn't agree with him, the guy got on the bus, hey, went yeah. down there, and how much did he get? He went like 12 so minutes. He got
2: 10, 10 minutes. <laughs> Bauman gave him 10 minutes to speak, so they All let right. him have his say.
1: So, for whatever it was worth, you, sir, were heard.